Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey gals, it's Jenny here. And before we get started on this week's episode, we have some housekeeping that I want to go through you guys. So this week we are obviously playing our sold out show in Vicar Street, which we are absolutely buzzing for. It is mind-blowing to think we are performing such an iconic venue and it's sold out where we're dying to see you all there. We have merch available to buy all night. Lindsay has designed a t-shirt and a tote bag which are just so incredible. You can see them over on our Instagram and the t-shirts are going to be 25 euro and the totes are 15 euro. So we have super limited quantities of these. There are not a lot. There's definitely not one for everyone in the audience. Uh, but if you want one, definitely get one sooner rather than later, but they will be there all night. The t-shirts, as I said, are 25. They run from sizes small to XL. The sizing is really standard on them. Um, and the tote bags are obviously same as our other tote bags. One comes in black, one comes in pink. Same as the t-shirts, black and pink. So if you want one of them, definitely make sure to visit our merch stand. You'll see it right beside the entrance uh, to the main kind of arena in Vicker Street. Also, doors are at 8 p.m. We would recommend turning up early. There's a bar in Vicker Street where you can have a few drinky poos beforehand. But the show starts at 8.30 p.m. sharp and we have my performing to open for us. So you will want to be in your seat then for Mai. Mai is such an amazing performer. She obviously does the intro song for this podcast. She brings such an amazing energy to the show and to our podcast every single week. So you'll want to be there to see her new set. She has some amazing new songs to bring she's got a dj with her it is going to be popping um also this week's episode is an episode of x gals so we have released an episode of x gals that we recorded during the the year for you guys it's all about the fear and anxiety around drinking and it's just a lol episode but we thought it'd be a fun one and we'll be back to normal our regularly regularly scheduled program we'll be back next week after vicar street so Thank you all for everyone coming. As I said, get your arses into Vicar Street early. Bring cash for your merch. Bring card if you want to be at the bar buying a tab all night and enjoy the show. And we'll see you all next week. Um, we are talking about kind of like our the fear things that like niggle away in your head. We wanted to get them out because mm. I feel like a lot of the time with the fear and with like I don't know stuff. I'm so someone who is able to like put something at the back of my mind. Now it doesn't leave my mind; it stays there. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it, thinking about <laughs> it. But I won't ever do anything to fix it yeah. or just you know I find it hard. It's the kind of like thing I don't know if it's our generation or whatever. 
But those things, we wanted to voice, get them out to hopefully inspire each other, ourselves and you guys to kind of like that thing that you've been putting off for ages, frickin' get up and do it tomorrow. Make sure. Stop putting it off. Because, mm. I mean, so it kind of inspired the, the talk on out. This podcast was inspired by kind of thinking about like how your hangovers change. And also, well, I will say it was, it first came from when we asked the ex-gals for their submissions of episode ideas so one of you actually one or two of you did say like what what do you guys it was kind of like what do you hate or like what are you afraid of or are you afraid of x y and z so we kind of just like generalized it and we'll talk about it in general but you guys did request this episode which is why we decided to do it so Mm -hmm. but we when we Lindsay and i when Lindsay and i started thinking about the fear obviously the first thing that kind of came to our mind was like the hangover fear so we'll start off talking about that and how our hangovers have kind of changed in our lives over the years. Um, so when I was younger, I did some dumb shit. Not even dumb, just, well, yeah, some dumb. But mm-hmm. crazy shit, just wild shit. And my friend Leanne and I, who you will know from uh, the James James Cavanaugh's episode, yeah. episode, she was like my partner in crime before Lindsay, don't worry. Uh, she gone. <laughs> um... <laughs> We, she was like my partner in crime in college and we would like go out and we were like joined at the hip and we had this phrase that we would call it the next day so like I'll paint a picture for you like you've gone out you've been wild you've been free you've been doing all this sort of shit and you kind of you know that split second when you wake up hungover and you're like oh what a fun night <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then that might last you're like oh, I'm a bit hungover and you get up and yeah you put on your jammies and cozy and <laughs> you go down to your kitchen and it's your mom and dad's gaff and it's all stuffed full of food and oh, yay your mom and dad have gone out brilliant and <laughs> you're kind of getting the eggs ready and you're oh god what a fun night <laughs> and then you get hit and me and Leanne call this the ball of shame. You know yes. in cartoons, that pummeling ball that goes down cliffs and like there's always like the rabbit or that oh, bird, attached to it. the bird is running away from it. And they're like, oh! Or sometimes they get caught up in yeah. it and they're... That's the, the ball of shame. It's like you're walking around and then all of a sudden it's like... The ball's going to hit you. And when it does, it like hits you in your stomach and you're like... Mm. Oh, oh. And then your day will never... The eggs are burned... The coffee's yes, gone cold. Yes, yes. You look in the mirror. You didn't take off your makeup. You slept your contacts in. Your tan's all gone to shit. Oh, You've come dried in your hair. You and your reputation is ruined. You can't step foot. You're scared to go into town. I'm really sure that my biggest ball of shame must have been this story with that guy that I had sex with in a porch and I can't remember it. I've suppressed it from my memory. That was a weird all night. That was a weird, except there was someone, there was someone who trumped your ball of shame. Really? So bad. That, that night? night? I don't even remember what her name. What night was this? I mean, dear God. It was the night. Okay. Yes. Now, again, gas that it was this night. Lafayette. What's Lafayette? Lafayette. Remember, I got the club shut down. Oh, no, but we weren't out that night. It was the night. But we weren't out that night. I was calling when you were getting the club shut down. I was in my house. No, 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 no. Your house. It was Lafayette. When before we shut it down, before we hated them. No, but I went back to your house that night. I did it because was, remember I got beaten Jenny, up by the gay man and I was in the car. I was seeing before Mark. that biatch. Wait, before that biatch, the year before, Jeffrey Campbell's. Yes, because when. But that night wasn't on there. Okay, Jenny. Whoa, yes, it just, was. Yes, it was. Was it? This night was put on for four. 
about four years oh, every the year basement one yes. and everything was green <sighs> yes yes everyone was just about to start college or no no they'd started college it's dropped December. out and we're going back into college <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 the little PSLC the fashion course yeah you know that was yeah. that's where we were in our lives and so it was this kind of basement vibe that was yes. put on by this girl. It was like underground. It wasn't an actual night. It wasn't an actual club. It was very fucking cool and indie. Think of skins. That was who we were. You had to buy a weird a ticket party. on Facebook and shit like that. Only cool fuckers were allowed. You had to wear green. We didn't because we were too cool. I don't wear green. Well, I guess now we kind of do neon, but like back then. Come on. Yeah, it was like an emerald green emerald, theme. I'm like, like the Wizard of fucking Oz. Okay, I'll just wear my bloody fake Christmas tree. But um, And we were there And you hooked up With the guy in the porch Now there was another girl Who took E for the first time Remember the damn story I I She took E Now this sounds so outrageous You'd swear She took E I'm gonna just give it brief Because I I'm pretty sure She's moved country <laughs> I would too honey Um, Had anal Down the side of a lane Shat herself Clothes ruined Had to use Um it was like under the DJ booth they'd put down some green fabric for the occasion she had to fashion that into some kind of dress sustainable queen we love it's an anal sustainable one so apparently that night I went and had sex in someone's porch I can't remember it for the life of me apparently I told everyone about it Um, my 29 year asshole brain has decided to I physically like I would love to remember this it literally sounds like someone else did this like this could be like fucking I don't know. It's the beauty of drink, hon. I know, but like, I obviously remembered it. Because I see, told I'm used everyone. to that because I black out. But I told, I didn't black out because I told oh, yeah, you true. all. Oh, yeah, so you I've suppressed, suppressed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because of the ball of shame aspect of it. Like, I think this must have been my peak ball of shame. Now, I've had a lot. Dear God, there's been many. But I run every week. I now don't have them but back then I would have them this is where Lindsay and I differ in this regard when I was younger like I mean my balls of shame oh god crippling crippling and like deserved as well not like oh I did something crazy last night and then yeah or and you think back and you're like why was I embarrassed over that Mm. (laughs) No, 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 no this is like guys with 57 missed calls on their phone level were that level I was just was being. <laughs> it was so funny. I remember I would see you just ringing. Yeah, ringing, like, you know, you'll answer this ringing, time. And then I'd get ringing, to a certain point of calls, like 10 ringing, calls, where I'd be like, ringing. what's the difference between 10 and 20? <laughs> what's the difference between 20 and 100? And me and Leanne as well, he's doing this thing where. Ringing. I was like, there was no stopping Leanne and I would do this thing where I would take her fancy's phone number from her phone, she would take mine. And we'd have to delete them off our phones. Because then, like, the embarrassment of having to be like, can I have a yeah. number? Yeah. So, girlies, there's a tip for you. If you if there is, a, if you are a compulsive caller, I'm not anymore, a drunk caller, drunk texter, whatever And that's it is. the thing. You you can be, and you can unlearn it. Because I would too. I would be a drunk texter. I wasn't a caller, but I definitely was Calling a Calling was when I got really drunk. You out. I was a, oh, that was like my bread and butter. And it was like, guys <laughs> that I hadn't been with in six to seven months. I'd be sending them, like... <laughs> Lyrics to songs That we may have listened to <laughs> Oh I loved A little YouTube link Loved love. Like remember We listened this, to that song That time So you know I've, I've never done that Because this was Pre-smartphone Oh okay So you couldn't link a dink <laughs> You couldn't even access Tinternet on your phone Tinternet So no, I loved a you up You out I loved a casual call me Which is I the lowest Of the yeah. low Because that's yeah. saying I, I am too I don't have credit <laughs> Call me 
They never do. So you've just put that out there. Call me. I'm creditless and alone. And they're creditless, like, poor and alone. And yes, I will be getting the random night link to your house. And they're like, no. Yeah, they're like, I'm not calling your cheap ass. Your damn ass. So yeah, like that will give me the fear. Let's maybe talk about like the drunk use of the phone. Like, I now I don't do that anymore. But me when neither. I get that on my Instagram or whatever from people I know. I can feel the fear for them or sometimes what? when I can see someone on a night out I'm like I'm feeling the fear for others now it's like it's like the empathetic fear I'm like oh no yeah. please stop doing that because you're like, going to hate yourself uploading, tomorrow stop uploading stop oh. uploading and they are well, like the fear <laughs> I the love fear. when they're like feeling themselves and they're like mm. twerking into the phone you're like oh, I love it when they're too like too drunk to notice the rolls or something yeah. like, look it or when they're kind of like sensually posing into like the selfie camera and you know it's because they like are hoping some guy is watching and you can hear like because <sighs> oh, no. like the sloppiness that's the worst yeah like, just the and then like the long ass story and then knowing they're not going to wake up till like 12 the yes, next day. Yes, yes. And like the worst is with no battery as well because hell no oh are you God. charging your phone which you've been using all night apparently. <laughs> One thing that really really gives me the fear like secondhand fear for other people mm. is when like I've been like a little angel and stayed in on the weekend and I wake I up that. at like early in the morning I wake up at like half eight nine in the morning and I'm looking at the drunk stories I'm like <gasps> like when you watch them There's a, just a different Yeah because sometimes so, When you're watching them In your bed at night When you've you, stayed you're in kinda You're kind of like You're on the night They're having a They're having a laugh the cold light of day I know Oh And now, because thankfully, I've learned like, that as well Because I used to be A bit of a drunk uploader And stuff like on The Snapchat You did yeah Now I'm not no, Now not. I'm If I'm out Pissed making a show myself At least it's not online If I'm having fun On a night out I'll, I won't have any inst- And that started for me out. Like the fear Started Via the internet I was getting drunk In peace for years Before And then they started Bringing in club photographers Yeah So I remember Oh it was the worst You'd be like You'd go out the weekend You'd go back into college On Monday And Tuesday Would yeah. they finally get uploaded And you'd be in college So like you Oof. wouldn't have Access to the internet Then either and you'd have to wait till you were home. Someone's like, all the photos been uploaded. You're like, you're they've been up seven to joking. eight hours. <laughs> and I mean, I remember my goddamn hole was in Workman's. I was like on the floor. <laughs> my thong was up in the air. I was like, oh, why is that on Facebook? For what need did they have? Why couldn't they just delete that one? And you know one? some fucking RSL photographer was like, <laughs> I'm going to put that up. I know. Like just don't put that one Trying up. to go a bit vir- Well they're trying to be co- Trying to be like Cobra Snake You know that, I know That's that how it all huge well, that's how club, club photography Kind of Yes came about LA kind of Iconic website Iconic website Where you could look at all these Like amazing Yeah the Cobra Snake Was the He was from the LA um, photographer. photographer So he was the photographer He was going to all these Like um like opening Always. ceremony party and like nasty gal parties and like GQ when it was really cool like Chloe Savangi like all these like Savangi. unknown <laughs> is that not what you said Savini isn't it Chloe Savini I don't know. I love Savangi Savangi <laughs> you know who that took in the bar oh I'm thinking of Givenchy I think yeah Givenchy Givenchy sorry that's my half Parisian side yeah out. sorry excuse me Curtis the fashion <laughs> the fashion leaks out of my bone <laughs> it's my fashion voice sorry Curtis pardonnez-moi <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's what started Because like I was happy In not knowing And yeah. my blackout mind Like throughout school There was no Like you'd hear the odd thing Around the lockers Being like Oh you're fucking and No one cared Because no. we were all Getting a messes in school Yeah We were all Getting drunk for the first time Getting in And heat. just when there wasn't Photographic evidence It was so different Like it's like 
people just they're not being reminded of it you know yeah when I mean? you can see um when you can see the visual of your hoop in workman's and you're like why and you also that was facebook so i was friends with me mommy me auntie i'm like everyone's seeing my hoop in workman's there's no need for that mm. and then but for me I could kind of forgive myself back then because I was younger. Now I definitely, my fear is doubled because I'm 32, two kids. A lot of my friends that I would have went to school with don't do that anymore. Yeah. A lot of my friends have hung up the, the going out clogs. You know, they're like, oh God, you're mad. You're, how, are you, how do you do it? I'm like, we're, we're not doing that anymore? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why are we not doing that anymore? Like they're all like, like they're like, God, no, don't go out anymore. No, I much prefer weekends in Ikea and just like, I like doing it with the kids. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything worse than giving up my fun like crazy weekend, going to Ikea and maybe like up for a hike with the kids. Like that's not my kind of vibe. But do I have to do that now? What's wrong with me? Yeah. And that's now where my fear comes because like I'll have a night out, get wild, great old time. And... Then I'll go on my social media and my like school friends or people that I know with parents are doing the opposite of what I'm doing. Yeah. And in that term of like social media and comparing yourself and all that, I'm kind of like, what is wrong with me? When am I going to cop the fuck on? Because I'm not. Everyone is copping on and I'm not. That shit triggers me too. Like not even in a like if I've been out, but like sometimes if you're on social, like if I've had a wild night and maybe I'm not feeling in any way uh, anxious over the night whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But... I yeah. go on Instagram and like it's nothing not the last thing okay the last thing I want to see in my hungover moments of vulnerability checking my phone <laughs> is some fucker halfway up a mountain no I, with a happy pair of bellies <laughs> jumping into the motherfucking sea it's like, like no I, 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 tweeted, I got home an hour ago I know I tweeted this before okay why is hiking become the new brunch? Bring back the egg picks. I'm, I'm Bring back the continuing of the drinking. Or like the opening of the egg on the morning. I can oh, do yeah. Do you know what? That used to be annoying. No. Now what's annoying is someone's hoop halfway up Karen Tool. Right? They're yeah. like, whoa, we've been up here for four and a half hours already. Look at that what? fucking view. And they're view. like, ah, oh, God, it's, Ireland is magical. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally like, I'm considering not showering today. Like that's the point of my life right now. Like when it was the egg pics and the egg porn. Yeah. I know that my hungover ass can at least get out of bed and fry an egg. So yeah. I can obtain that. But I, I'm like, how obtainable. are you up? Uh, without a hangover, I don't think I could be up four hour hike and I went on one a couple weeks ago May tricked me into it and here I am like she was like oh I said it was half an hour it's actually two hours I was like I'd sooner just sit down and wait to die than fucking walk up a mountain for two hours I mean I'm grand with it but I just don't want to see it when I like it I I like a hike I like a walk I don't want to hike in like Kristen Stewart style Hollywood like I'm not it's fucking freezing this summer it's so cold. Why the one day it's warm? Like, I don't mind it on a warm day, but it's been poxy freezing. I don't like going out when it's cold. Well, I just don't like... It just triggers me when I am fucking hungover and I'm seeing that shit. That's all I'm talking when about. When you're seeing... I think it's when, like, you... What's happened to me is now, like, I can still do fucking weird things and I stay out and make a show myself and wear the ear off people and be talking <laughs> shite. That, I don't care. I now have accepted that part of me. It's yeah. what I do. It's fun when I'm doing it. I don't care. It, nothing has ever really come... Well, sometimes people are like, I heard what you were saying. I'm like, sorry, I was drunk. I'm stupid. Ignore me. But, um, you know, it's just not really a big deal yeah. at all. 
So then I think I've had to like transfer my fear to actually be like, well, you can't have a hangover without fear. So I have to, I transfer it to that kind of stuff like, what am I doing with my life? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, why don't I do that with my weekend? Yeah. Oh, I don't even think... Seeing that shit doesn't make me so much feel like, why? I think, yeah. It I think it... it's the kids, though. Oh, because I feel like... Yeah, okay. I have the kids all week, and I do stuff with them all week, and I do loads of stuff with them. They're grand, but when I'm hungover, my brain doesn't think like that. mum guilt. Yeah, I feel like, oh my God, all these other parents are taking the kids away for the weekend, taking them to Splash World or wherever the fuck. And I'm like... I've been you in know the smoking area workman's talking to some indie literally while the kids are in my mum's but they're having dads. all the fun with your mummy I know and that's what I would yeah. think about like when I'm sober when yeah, you're I'm like, hungover okay. and the fear and it's I'm not like they're the like locked in their room you're like mummy's going out yeah yeah exactly it's you not know. like I'm like look make yourself some coke noodles I'm yeah. for the night bitches yeah and by the way if there's an after session here don't dare come out <laughs> yeah. you've not seen your <laughs> I'm trying to get in with this lad yeah, meet daddy number 12. This is what's your name again, sorry, Pa. Ah, he's lovely. He's 20. 20, yeah. He's close to your age, right? He also plays a Fortnite. Yeah. He can play that. He does the floss. He knows Plutie Pie. Yeah. Plutie Pie. Plutie Pie. My last big uh, drunken fear. I, you know this story, but like, I still, you know the way there's still some that still affect you? Like, there's some You're that just I. like, what was I doing? There's some that, like, I remember. Not you, just in general. Sometimes I'm like, how did I even. What? Yeah, well, how what? did I get there? This one was like It's like You know the way you think back On some of them And you're like I remember having the fear But that doesn't embarrass me anymore yeah. This one still embarrasses me It was, And it was honestly like Four four, year, four years ago Okay Refresh um, my memory And Oh god I just don't know why It just really cringed me Like And this is the This is the perfect Kind of situation That makes me cringe It has all the little recipes Of like a big ball of shame for me So we were mm-hmm. at James Cavanaugh's night church um, That he would put on This is like pre-Snapchat or very early day Snapchat mm-hmm. and we we're all there blah blah having a load of fun halfway through the night Lindsay had a date which lol and so Lindsay fecked up on this him, beautiful date man. beautiful man and uh, I was kind blonde, of blonde a rarity okay I'm, I'm not gonna lie I was I was you know chatty ingredient number one Oh, chatty you know, I mean you're chatty I'm, anyway I, oh you can't shit me this is like another fucking level Ugh, put me in bed ingredient number two I run into someone from college <laughs> <laughs> so your ing- biggest fear my biggest fear ingredient number two of the fear is like running into someone I kind of knew from college a few years ago while I'm cocaine cocaine <laughs> I do coke Conor McGregor does yeah. it, so it's cool. So I'm chatting the hole off him, not his hole. Let me just have that clear. I'm chatting the ear off him. Chit chat, mm-hmm. chatting away. When I'm in that uh, state, I like to presume everyone else is. Um, so I'm just being extremely friendly. He invites me back to ingredient number three, which is an after session. Ooh, alarm bells go home, Jenny. Go <laughs> with home. the seasoning of this dish of other people I went to college with. Who I really don't know that well. Like we're really getting far removed. Yeah. This is like sesh friends. Now Jenny went to Trinity. Yeah. So I can imagine like college for me, I went to NCID Colossus. Like ah. bumping into NCIDs, it's like right. we're all still sesh and we're still yep thing, you know, paintbrush to an yeah. easel. And I was with mad. Trinity, it's like, um, yes, I'm working for Clive Cooney. Now these the were biggest... a seshy group. Okay. But still posh as fuck. Posh as fuck, together and... as fuck, connected as fuck, good yes. old jobs. Stunning well. houses Like these were living In this gorgeous house In Rings End Which I know Is a very strange sentence To say But it was a lovely house mm-hmm. um, I love and, Rings End Oh Fab area Worked there for years um, But 
yeah, so I went back to this house with this guy. Um, I'm going out fully with Michael at this point. Um, go to the set, turn up to the session, and everyone that I turn, I turn up with uh, this guy, and uh, <laughs> everyone thinks that he and I are arriving as some sort of twosome. Twosome. That's Not, fine. I won't push it as far as like got with each other, but like he's bringing me back to an after session. That's to get with you, maybe. Who, that's what they're thinking That's what they think That's yeah. what it looked I then decide That this is A brilliant opportunity in, in college I never had a boyfriend Ever And I was just like Getting ghosted left right and centre And shagging everyone's exes That mm. was kind of What I was known for <laughs> it was the, the reputation I was going for um, So I decided What better chance To tell everyone That I went to college with That I now have a boyfriend But at this party <laughs> Going around Hey You may have the house Fergus, The job The clout Fergus guess what Nabbing myself a fella Like And like I mean many times Many people <laughs> All men Some whom I've slept with as if They're going to be like Brilliant well done uh, Brilliant That's what you were looking for hon. Brilliant well done You've made it And then stayed up Talking <clears throat> Till 8am And then get Pop my little hoop In a taxi home But What also adds to fear is Me and said man Who I arrived with Left together <laughs> so no one knows that I got in my own taxi So I'm going around telling everyone of a boyfriend Arriving with a man Leaving with the same oh, man Oh no And then the So word, it looked like you cheated the, on the boyfriend that you were going questionable. on about And also okay. like I mean that's my, my biggest The biggest fear ingredient for me is Me drunken yeah. um, Being around strangers Because at least my friends know how to deal with me And at least like I don't really care Like if it's around mm-hmm. my friend But it, for some reason whenever I'm in the state Where I want to be acting a damn fool Oh I find myself some strangers Yeah or You don't I, do it around like You know us Our pals no. Oh I find myself And not strangers in I the think sense it's because you feel comfortable though So you don't need Sometimes when I'm in The shock value And I do that a lot of the time because You do, like, you do. I have been hanging around With kind of people I wouldn't regularly hang around recently Like you know When I was dating And kind of like You know you just happen to be around Different people yeah. a lot And I was Every flipping weekend singing <laughs> Every flipping weekend Getting out my notes And not just singing A bit of Amy Winehouse and Carrie No no My own songs That I have written They're about fingering Lick outs Abortion I mean And and can we just add They're acapella Oh yeah yeah, There ain't no music Not needed I think they say After I think you don't need it You did it that time In the studio And I'll never forget it Yeah Yeah That was around I mean We were with Evan And a few Like a few strangers See the ingredient yeah. The ingredient It's like I feel I when I'm around strangers I need to, be to entertain Yeah me too I'm like When I'm around strangers I'm like Listen to me sing Oh watch me dance Me too I'm like yeah, Do you ever have joke? anal Like I'm I just know, I'm I think pushing it for I'm no looking reason. for the shock factor Because I think Do you know you what we're looking I, for Attention Attention It's attention Yeah And <laughs> you and I know We know when we're the mad bitches in a room and, and if we, we like and it. if we aren't, we will make sure we, you know, we, oh, yeah. we want to push it. I'll push something. the boundary. And so I needed these people from school thought of me a certain way. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? Show them exactly how yeah. I am. That I'm still like this, but I've got a boyfriend. <laughs> At least I have that. That in your pipe. <laughs> oh, it. man. I got any because I want them to. But um, yeah, that's, that's me right now. I'm just, but now I've accepted that. So we're going to move on. Like I've accepted that side of me. I used to, when I was first drinking and all that kind of stuff, be like in consumed with going over and over and over my head. Why did I sing? What? Oh my God. Yeah. What were they thinking? I sang for Brooke Wright and Sian Walton once. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And I remember the next morning just being like, oh, their faces. Oh, their faces. And it's always like, they were how did deadpan. I not notice the faces were like that at the time? Because like, <laughs> it's like, the memory's so clear in my mind of them, of anyone. like my, Deadpan, Jenny. Oh. Like, do you know what my I was my flashback my little heart out my flashback of faces that would kill me back in the day uh, would be like them looking over my head for someone to come oh, find them oh yes at the time I don't notice that but somehow my brain lo- mem- lodged it lodged the memory yes. and served it to the me cold the next and day. hoping and praying how am I getting they're out like, of this yeah, you can see oh. their eyes Darting around the room, being like, "What the fuck?" fuck, fuck where and the then they're fuck like, "I have to go over here and me clanging their arm. I'll come with you." Like, yes. Or they'll just like <sighs> uh, the toilet. Uh, oh, I need to uh, buy. Yeah. So like, I can get in the men's. <laughs> it's like, I can use a urinal. Yeah, the face is is the worst, and you're just like, I could like their face expressions, which literally depict every thought that's going on in their head, and their thought is, the fact, "You fucking weirdo, get me away from." And her. the fact your drunk brain won't let you register that as an emotion, but it saves it. And you remember it sober. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. And why? It's so cruel. It's because drink is the devil and that's the devil. I'm just thinking of Shane Walton and fucking Brooke, Brooke like, Rice. And now when I like see them at the other event or just popping it, I'm like, uh, hey. Bro, straight back to that. And they st- now they just look at me constantly with that deadpan face. Oh, really? Because they think I'm a fruit loop. They think I'm fucking bizarre. <laughs> I'd gone asleep and woken up and they, they, oh, like I remember yeah. I mean it isn't you emerge from upstairs lick yes. me out yes, yes. crooner oh like Lindsay, so the, they call me the crooner and when it's like I wouldn't even mind if it was like do you know what what a performance yeah. I can see I remember like I'll be singing I'll be stumbling over the words that I'm reading off my notes <laughs> I'm reading them and forgetting the lyrics I'm like hold away we sure no way it's, oh, that's that. the name. You did one. that in the studio too. It's like, hold on, no, wait. <laughs> yeah. Let me say it again. I'm reading them off my phone. <gasps> <gasps> but um, oh, gosh. but when yeah, so we're gonna now talk about like age old. Like so now we're you know 32. Jenny's gonna be 30 for the live show, girlies. Ooh, 30 is giving me. It's instilling. Some fear. I think it's just a different it's decade, mild, which is just it's yeah, and it's kind of like I feel like when you're dying for twenty, or actually maybe I, I was dreading twenty. I, was yeah, like, I maybe, can't believe I'm not a fucking teenager. Yeah, anymore. yeah, no, I do. But I kind of was. Like, I in think a for every 
every um, decade you just feel like yeah. you have to like well, I haven't turned a decade in so long I yeah. can barely remember what it's it takes, like. like 10 years huh I know in so long but yeah like you're a teenager you're, you're a teenager that's and a big life, part of your like yeah and like you've already birthing. changed a lot in your life well, by the time you turn 20 because you've probably already 20s, started college you started college so you know so your life isn't really like there's not that much and it's always obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, but like there's no expectation I think on you fear, really as a 20 year old right there's no like but I know, don't think you think that I think no, when you're that's a what teenager I'm your hindsight is twenty twenty. like so, and in yeah. my hindsight now I can see that like turning from being a teenager to turning 20 like there's nothing on you there but when you're a teenager you're like oh god I think every decade but past 10 yeah. I can even see it from Rilo and I like he's like the teenage years is looming. You're an innocent child and you can see teenagers yeah. as this scary experimentive like kissing drugs. I remember drink, my you know dad way? giving me a talk when I was turning 10. I remember I was nine years old and I was like, woo, turning 10. And my dad came in to me and he sat on the end of my bed and he was like, oh, you're turning 10 tomorrow. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, just so you know. The next six years are going to be very hard between me, you, your mum. It's going to be very, it could be times where we hate each other. There could be times where we love each other. Oh God. Just to, like, and I was like, oh my God. He was like, you know, you will be entering into puberty soon. I was like. I hate that. I, I hated talk. that talk. I used to cringe. I'd be like, shut up. I'm never entering puberty. But I remember my dad just, I know he wasn't, he was saying it in a nice way. Like he came, he was like, you know, let's just have a moment while my daughter's still a child. I'm sure he's thinking, you know, the mm-hmm. way and he wants to be like, you know, we might not always get along over the next few years, but just so you know. But I remember mm-hmm. just being like, oh, my life is changing. I thought I was just turning 10. But yeah, every and it decade. Is, you never have that. And 10 is the last time a decade is cool. Like you're dying for double digits, but then every decade, like, so you have to be a teenager. You feel like you have to be something for every yeah. decade because you're only starting it. So there's milestones. There the, yeah. are milestones in your, your life. Your 20s, you have like a certain expectation of yourself. You're an Other adult people now. have an expectation. And then your 30s, like you're thinking, whoa, when I was 20, I definitely had a different expectation of where I was going to be at 30. Fuck and yeah. that's, I think, where the problem lies. Like I'm already, I'm only 32, but I'm looking at 40 being like, Oh, yeah! It's I so really close. hope to be here at forty. Yeah, and I'm not really seeing me get there, so I'm gonna now have to accept that at forty, I may not be owning a house or whatever is my fear. Do you know the way? It's so weird. It's like yeah, so like the thirty. I think if for ages it didn't. Like I guess it's looming now. So I turn thirty on the eighteenth of November. So it's always this time of year. I always am like, Ugh! it's like always been the way well not always been the way but since I've been getting older I don't really have much age fear but I do every around August I think it's like summer's ending mm-hmm. I know what's coming like when summer ends for me that's like my cue to be like it's my birthday soon you know mm. and I'm always just like you, it kind of re- makes me reflect on the year and stuff now I am very proud of this year I think I've accomplished probably the most I have in a year mm-hmm this year and I'd say you'd probably agree with for yourself you know honey you know that way um so it's been really nice in that way reflecting on it but obviously with 30 comes as a woman as well and I also had a huge years and like I broke up with like a long-term boyfriend so that is like whoa like I was only thinking about the other day I remember like oh I was gonna go away for my 30 like you know you have all these memories of like saying things and now like you know when I'm bringing up that it's my birthday people are like what are you doing for your 30th and I'm like Mm. No, uh, nothing Whoa, performing in Vicar Street uh, working yeah <laughs> burying myself in work that's what I'm doing for my 30th birthday because 
fuck it like I just and it's just like that fear of like oh my god like I remember like this time last year being like if I got pregnant now I'd have the baby now I'm like mm-hmm. that seems so far and it's been mad looking at that yeah because like I thought that you were gonna be doing that yeah because you would you were so convinced I openly spoke about it like I yeah. was like I would when I was with Michael like I mean you have to remember I was with him for like five six years you know so like I think if you're with someone for five or six years at our age and you're not talking about kids like you know you're maybe your relationship like, but you, I don't think that I think like I just think talking about next steps and like do you want kids do you not want kids yeah like, I, think, I think knowing that regard like how someone wants to like have, live their life but that's like when I that. say talk about kids I mean whether you want them or not or you know yeah. like having mm-hmm. future plans so like but have, you were very much thinking like in the next year I two. was like yeah I was like I'll probably like I would probably be expecting to be pregnant by the end of next year mm, mad now you know when push came to show maybe I wouldn't have and because I also had a steady job I wasn't self-employed you know what I mean yeah. like, circumstances were extremely different but you know it's mad to see like that so different and also to see my own kind of headspace where I'm like, do I want kids? And what do you think has been the change in that? I guess the circumstances. I think I'm a very circumstantial person. So it's like, where mm-hmm. as like I think everyone is, but like... I was talking about that today in terms yeah. of like, um, two of my friends um, have been put in circumstances and they haven't just focused on the circumstance. It actually flips your whole universe. Mm. So my friend, Chloe, got, you know, she left her job and that's one thing but then her whole life she took into account she was looking at her mm-hmm. life as a whole she was like do I want to live in Ireland will I like reevaluating everything because mm-hmm. of that one thing puts the mirror up kind of yeah and you're like whoa so I think sometimes that happens like I mean the relationship broke down but then you kind of maybe looked at your life as a whole as being like hold on do I want yeah. this, this and this and it is really I think for our generation it's a really scary weird there's there's still people very much living the like traditional life, mm-hmm. getting married, having kids. They might be doing it a little bit different as in like moving in first, then buying a house or mm. moving back to their parents with the kids and then buying the house. There's different ways. It wasn't as simple as say our parents lived it, but they're still doing it. They're still, yeah, they still have the family and the kids in the house that they yeah. own. And there's loads of it happening. Loads of it. Oh yeah. There's I see it on it. Instagram all the time. All the time. It's like, it's very much attainable for a lot of people. Seemingly. Yeah. But then, it's very much not attainable for a lot of other people. There's a bigger and, kind of disparity really, isn't yeah. there? Like there's like two, like the, the like you know, they call it like the wealth gap or whatever. But it's like a lifestyle gap. They're either in like our, like my position, say for example, where you're like not in a long-term relationship. You're 30, you live at home with your parents. Like you're like, uh, or you're mm-hmm. like 28, engaged, had a beautiful, planning a beautiful wedding in Marbella. Yeah. And we've already saved for, being approved for the mortgage, we're waiting on the new bill to be finished in Lucan. I know. You know, it's like, whoa, like why is there such a separation? And like, that just makes me feel like, ah. And I think that's when you are getting older. I mean, and you're just like, and I mean, I totally would have thought about this in my 20s. Like, mm. I, there were different expectations, but they're just a lot scarier when you're getting into your 30s because mm. it's like. More responsibility. It's just way more out of my reach. Like, a lot of my friends now are, you know, say 20s people were maybe learning to drive. I didn't really give a fuck about driving. It wasn't that big a deal. If my friend learned how to drive, great. But I mean, like, even now I still don't really, I kind of more so in my 30s give a fuck about driving than I did in my 20s. But like, when we're looking at like in your 30s, that's when people are literally buying houses. Mm. Late 20s to 30s people are buying houses and able to maintain a lifestyle of like holidays, children, children decked out. Everything is absolutely comfortable. Mm. 
And then you're like Okay wow You're like where's the memo That I missed And it's not only like People that you're far removed from Like some random Where you went to school with That is not in your life yeah. It's like your close friends Yeah That like you were on the same level For so long And then whoop She's yeah. married and now she's And you're just It's like It's like they hit the accelerator They're on steroids for a year or something I'm like Well hold on For a while we were all just buzzing along Kind of You know away, Whatever like, we were know, doing Or not even that Like you know Taking Like I remember those points in my life <clears throat> Where like You know Okay yeah I'm looking around at my pe- my peers I went to college with, And we're all kind of at the same point in our career You know we're at the internship And then Oh we're all kind of getting some We're getting a bit further on And mm. all of a sudden Like some of them were getting engaged And buying a house I'm like, whoa, where did where did the interim bit go? Because it's like the thing about like buying a house and stuff like that. It's like it's secret. It's like people who back up their phones. Like we don't <laughs> talk about it. They just do it. So like you have been quietly saving, opening up your credit union yeah, or whatever. You, and like, you know, fella. somehow you got him to agree with that. Yeah. And then and you, you do the were, whole mortgage shit. And you were. Yeah, exactly. And you. Learned all about that Understood it We're going to these Mortgage meetings In the bank And then whoop, You're on the property line And you're on the Instagram fucking post Holding the keys You know what I mean And you're like What And you're like Hold on I've met you for drinks And you kind of Maybe mentioned Oh yeah we're saving Yeah And it's like Oh I need more details Because how the hell Is everyone doing that And that's Scary the, bi- the baby shit Scares the shit out of me As well Just cause like I think what scares me The most with that Is cause I know There's a time Mm. So Capsule. now that you're like questioning Because um, I'm like It's not even that I'm questioning it Do you know where I am right now with kids Is like if it happens it happens And I'm fine with it I actually am I've made peace If I don't have a kid That's fine If I do have a kid Brilliant you And know how do I mean? you think you got there? I think because the circumstances changed Like I was I, I was happy to I was wanted to have a kid at the time I was in a long term Steady, stable relationship mm-hmm. So I was like Grand of course I'll have a kid Like I'm not I know I'm not And I never have been The type of person who be, Who's been like Baby crazy Like I'm, I've never been One of those people Who's been like I need a kid in my life I think it was more like I would like to have a kid With someone I love And want to stay with You know what I mean mm-hmm. So like now I'm like If that happens And I also like My biggest fear Not my biggest fear But a big fear of mine Would be like Really wanting a kid And then like Finding out I can't have one Or like And your whole life Well like I mean We're seeing a lot of that This yeah. is very much again This People generation babies late You know And yeah This is why there's been A massive big influx in IVF People mm. pouring money And their whole lives into it Like we see loads Of the Instagram yeah. popping up I've been interested in it Just yeah. to, in, from a voyeuristic sense That it really and does I, take over people's yeah. lives And I know IVF Wouldn't be something That I would really At the moment I anyway, never say never But it, and it's just a personal choice I just think I would find it like The setup for expectations Yeah Really really tough I don't think I could as well and I, I, I kind of deal okay. with the anxiety yeah. The waiting game and The hoping Fertility drugs And fair play to anyone Fucking does it Like you know what I mean Um, But I just It wouldn't be As far as I'm uh, You know Considering now I mean if my husband Or boyfriend Really wanted it And like I would probably try for them Maybe But like It wouldn't really I'm I'm kind of okay with like If life hasn't handed me a baby Okay Do you know what I mean Or I'd probably maybe try Adopt a kid Before I would have Oh yeah that'd be cute But really expensive but Yeah They're both really expensive But I think adopting is more expensive And you don't always well, get them But adopting isn't common in Ireland It's very uncommon And you don't always get them as babies And that would be hard To kind of introduce yeah. Like a four or five year old mm-hmm. You know with a different language You know it's And it's, they <coughs> as well would have 
had been maybe come from really difficult difficult backgrounds and, and you have to try and yeah, figure trauma out how to, and mm-hmm. you know all there's a whole host of other things mm-hmm. that comes with that um but yeah like I guess I think I've kind of overcome the baby fear but it always kind of do you have an age do you think that you would be like I'll either have a baby from to this age or just not like is there an age where you'd be like nah I'm out because for me, I think... Over 35, I would. Yeah, same. For me, now I definitely, from this point I am in now, yeah, do you, not no. want any other kids. However, you can't ever say ever, never, because yeah. I could in five know. years be like, do you know what? I really want one more. Yeah, while Rilo's 15, you're like, oh, do you know what? I'd love a little baby again. You never know. You never you know. know and it is a weird thing, especially like Luna's going to school now. Mm. now it, a kid going to school is... Well, I think we think it's saying goodbye to the baby years. You're like, oh, she is a not moment. a baby now. And I remember when Rilo, before Rilo was going to school, someone was like, it's mad. You know, they've been with you all this time and now you're just letting them out in the world and they're going to be picking things up that you can't control. I was like... That is so scary. Oh my oh. God. So I was like, yes, I've been able to like... Have this cocoon. Basically, they come out of the womb and they're just in another womb that I've yeah. created. My home, my family minds them. Even you know, their friends or people that you would have yeah. known and introduced them to. Yeah. And of course, there's not like every... Like you just can't fully protect your children unfortunately there are things that get in they see stuff in tv on their androids or you know they hear me say fuck or you know Mm. whatever Mm. i'm not saying that like i created a perfect environment for them but i mean as best you could yeah but i mean it's just like wow they are going to be going to school and learning stuff that i probably can't even teach them or also the fact that like they're spending you know six hours a day with some other 23 year old girl their lives who also was teaching them what they think is correct you yeah know that way and, then, and even like their peers so yeah. they are going to be going to school like it was different with rilo like definitely a massive difference i've already noticed between the male and the female mm. my kids anyway that like um you know there was never there's already politics in the crash when luna was in the crash there was girl talk there was bitching there was leaving out never happened with rilo's i mean it could again you can have good years and all that but like the boys were very much like all playing together inclusive okay maybe a bit of rough and tumble and they didn't like that and there'd be a bit but of they they sort of out yeah. back playing that kind of thing it's mad isn't it yeah but or even there uh, they can kind of segregate the friends more there's the football lads there's the gamers and there's the, that you know the way and they don't bother overlapping. yeah it's just like i don't like football i don't want to yeah, play but girls them. are like <laughs> Girls are very much more like premeditative leaving out. So that's a scary thing being like, oh my God, I'm putting her into this lion's den. Mm. If she doesn't get surrounded by nice people, like she's out there, she's having to make little friends. Now we all did it, so it's fine, but it is a weird thing. Of course. I mean, it gives me anxiety thinking, like, I mean, thinking of having a kid and just like them going to school. I'm like, oh God. Like, because I also, and then we spoke about this kind of with the James Cavan episode where like, obviously, like, you know, James was like lolling being like, you almost want them to have a bit of a hard time because it makes them cooler on the other side but at the end of the day like as someone who got slagged in the school and who's I think everyone's felt left out at one point and you're so vulnerable as a kid and it probably just like put some sort of trauma in you that you remember it as you remembered it as a kid and you're just like yeah. the thoughts of like your kid having that is just so horrible and it like, is. when I remember my mom like he, my brother was bullied in school uh, quite bad he really didn't like school he was probably too young to go in he, they probably should have held him back but mm. my mom she never forgave herself for it um, but 
he you know I remember my, my mom saying like Louis like sending him off to school like he'd be wailing crying and then like some of the boys would be bullying him like once they pulled down his pants <gasps> in the yard oh no and like Louis was like uh-huh. the cutest kid like he had like white blonde hair he's like Rilo but like he was just so cute and like a year younger than everyone so like they all just picked on him and like I just when she tells me these stories now I'm like imagining that being my son like even it being my brother 25 years ago makes me angry it's just I don't know because you and James because I didn't really have bullying my school was quite small there wasn't a lot of bullying going on in my primary school I small school too it just depends it depends on the year it depends on just the look of the draw kind of thing but I was like not sure if I believe not that I disagreed but like it's I think it does take a lot of years to kind of get over that Mm. you know Uh, it it depends on how bad it is like I mean I was bullied and it was really upsetting at the time but my school was good that they once I told my school to again. Do, there's different levels. The bud. There's yeah. different levels. Yeah. Like I mean, there's literal oh. like relentless traumatic. Oh, no. I don't kind of thing. think like in any way. I would never think that that would be good for a, like. A good yeah. For, I mean, obviously, some people it could they could arguably say it made them better, but like Jesus Christ, I don't think anyone some bullying that goes on that you hear about is so scary. Shocking. And it's so scary. It's just like, oh god, oh god, the fears. So this is why we just wanted like because I don't I totally think that like people look at us on Instagram or they hear mm. you know. And they might think that, like, I've gotten messages, you're so like this, you're so like that. I'm not, like, a free and easy, don't give a fuck person. People always say, like, they you just don't you give are, a fuck. Yeah. That's, I love that you don't give a fuck. Just because I talk about my vagina or whatever the hell I'm well, saying. Like, you in- don't give a fuck about that. I don't give a fuck about Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about how I come across on Instagram. Do you know the way? Yeah, it's like, more in your... And, like, for me, I get a lot of people... Um, saying, kind of... And I've heard it from it girls and, like, people DM me and stuff being, like... I, I guess I'm aware that it could look like I got over my last relationship, which is quite a serious relationship, at a pivotal point in my life very easily. Mm. Now, I probably did get over it, but that's probably because it was my choice and I had peace with that. Not that I want to get back on babies with them. There's nothing in me that wants to do that. But like, there are knock-on effects that then instill other levels of... I never thought about that when I was breaking up with them. So did that kind of shock you in that? I think from being around the breakup and stuff like that, I think what maybe surprised you was not that like I mean just because you didn't have the like emotional turmoil of the mm. like the break weeks of thing, crying yeah. the like not able to go out eating ice cream whatever you yeah. would you know define as like the typical breakup and get it like Behavior. not getting over it kind of breakup I think maybe it was more of a shock to you that you got over it and it kind of made you question yourself and you're like it's just your yeah. personality a bit more yeah because you were like why did I not question my relationship yeah. why didn't I act on why did I flip in I think six it, years yeah. and not have anything the solid yeah. form of like the mortgage talk totally and that, yeah and I, and I think like what really scares me is like oh god like thankfully I realise it now because like what if I realised it in a year when I'm pregnant yeah do you know what I mean and like that to me is like like that gives me like a nice bit of kind of comfort because I'm yeah. like but I think it is like I don't know we talk about we were talking just between ourselves about um what are they called like patterns and stuff like mm. I think when you first broke up with Michael and you started seeing Evan you know kind of straight away then you were kind of thinking like will this like am I just a six-year relationship person I remember you saying that 
And yeah. I kind of think that of myself as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the kind of scary thing. Like, where do I, I get sick of people after six years? Like, is that my cutoff point? Can I not is be that around? my pattern? And, yeah. And that's, I have thought, like, that would be one of my fears that's as well. Fear it's too. like, oh, yeah. Because I very much would long, I think, in some part of my, you know, in, just in my makeup, I would long for like a long-term companion mm-hmm. living with someone the normal kind of thing that everyone has uh-huh. is something that I would think I would want but then I'm like do I actually want it because I, I can't, I've had it and I just can't maintain it so weird. and since breaking up with like Jimmy and stuff and being around like relationships all the time I'm like I would have broken up with him for that I yeah you up always say that. shit like that then I'm like what do I want and then that is yeah. a fear in me because I'm Relationship like fear clearly is crazy. I don't know what I want because I think I want something. I yeah. go for it, get it, don't want it anymore. Or so go back. It. And you know that way, yeah. like, so... Anyway, we're coming up to an hour, but fucking hell, we could go on about the fear forever. Yeah. Let us know in the comments <clears throat> below on the Patreon page, what, like, are there moments in your life that you fear about? Do any of you have baby fear? Do you have marriage fear, house fear? Or is it more, even just some funny drunk fear? Or even to end, there? actually, what was a big fear in mine mm-hmm. this week, which I finally motherfucking got sorted, I was putting up back in my head not thinking about it but thinking about it I had a feeling put in that fucking eroded just left my head oh, I remember I you said oh took God. a stick of gum or chewing gum and my feeling came oh, out that's... and I spat it out and I was like <gasps> okay big I hole in my tooth faint. Oh. big hole in my tooth that my tongue would just go <gasps> oh, it's gross and I was just like the anxiety of going to the dentist and him giving out to me. They're like, oh, whoa, yeah. oh, Jesus, that's a big fucking, you know. And I was like, okay, I'll just do it next week, next week. I literally left it about four months. And finally, I, I fucking week. booked the dentist, paid the 160 euro. 160. Yeah, 160 euro. I was like, that's Balenciaga's and fucking Depop, but sure what? <laughs> You but know, it's also and I was just like, do you know that that is now soothed? Yeah. That so like when we have fears, like sometimes you know your mind can spiral and go to something like, am I ever gonna be happy because I can't seem to yeah. fucking I don't know myself and I keep on breaking up and whatever you're getting in your brain. At least the things that you can sort out, sort such them. as like dentist. That was something that really did soothe. He, he like, my driving lessons and my knee surgery. He and he my smear. Oh, he, he, he he my STI smear. test. I definitely need one of those. Yeah, you do. He he my smear and he he my fucking filling. I've know. got four. I've got four. God, oh, the anxiety. Uh, two four fillings. Yeah. No, no, I've no. Fillings. Oh, you have four. I have no fillings. I have two one filling, but I have four things on my list that keep yeah. me up at night. So I think it though. I think that's maybe when your fear spirals is yeah. when you're not focusing because the other things that you're just putting you, in the back of mind. You get some comfort when you at least take them off the list. You're like, yeah. yeah, and you feel great. And you can't do anything about the fact that maybe you aren't going to ever settle down. And you also or can't control it. Maybe you won't have kids, or maybe and you'll never you know. You'll be a single mom forever. You'll never know. No. Like there's never going to be a fairy that comes down and be like, "Ding a ling a ling." No, you won't. Or yes, you will. But I do think the fear rely is like definitely connected to age, and I think we have to stop trying to premeditate where we're going to be at. You know, hopefully have goals and try and get there. But like, d- yeah. you know, don't put too much pressure. Oh, I expected to own a house at this age. Oh, I expect so to be. So be it if you don't. You know. Can't do anything better. You're let happy us, and that's all that matters. Let us know about your fears uh, down below in the comments, girlies. And we'll be back next week for another juicy, sexy-ass podcast. Bye. Mm, bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.